Welcome to your midweek pick-me-up. This is Mind, Body, Purpose with April Judd and Michelle Stevenette. Each episode provides three tangible ways to improve your life. One to nourish your mind, one to connect to your body, and one to live in your purpose. This is where you find confidence to go so you can have confidence to be. We're so glad you're here. Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is Mind, Body, Purpose with April Judd and Michelle Stevenette. Hey. Hey, and we are on episode number 33 for our second season. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different. This one is kind of an on-the-brain episode where instead of having an overall topic that we go through takeaways for, Michelle and I are just going to discuss a few things still with takeaways um, that have been rolling around in our brains, and we are just going to get them out and hopefully offer some some good things to pass along to y'all. But before we get started on that, Michelle is involved in something kind of new and exciting, and we would love for her to tell you all about it. Okay, so starting next week, so if you guys are listening to this live, this will be, well, I say live, it's not published live, but if you're listening to this when it's published, which will be February, what, 9th-ish? I probably shouldn't say date because I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. February 10th-ish. The following week, I will be teaching live stream. And if not, you can always do on-demand. There is a subscription to to access the on-demand content. But if you want to come, Tuesday, Thursdays, 8 a.m., I am teaching yoga for free. So love to see your faces. Love to see you there joining the class on the free play app. So starting next week, Tuesday, Thursday, 8 a.m. Holy cow, I'm so excited. My plan is to shove my children out the door to school and quickly find my zen by jumping on to Michelle's yoga class. Yay! Amazing, amazing. Okay. All right. So on to what's on our brain. Yeah, there's there's no preamble here. These are just things that we've kind of been thinking about. And so um, the first thing that we were discussing, this will coincide with your mind. So it is a takeaway. And the mind takeaway is to be with your experience. Yes, this comes from... Well, it's been on my mind, obviously, since that's what we're talking about today, things that are on our mind. But I, I heard Thomas McConkie talking about how we tend to be in a space of want throughout our lives, whether we are experiencing something that is pleasurable or something that is not, something that's uncomfortable. We tend to either want more of what we've already got uh, or of the pleasure we're experiencing. We just continue to be wanting more. Or if we're experiencing some kind of pain or discomfort, we find ourselves wanting less of that. And so either way, we find ourselves in this place of want rather than just being with whatever it is that we're in the middle of experiencing. And I've found this to be particularly relevant as I'm currently in the midst of COVID. Everyone in my house, including me, has been tested positive. And I've had moments of just not obviously feeling well at all and being in that space of wanting something different, wanting to feel better, wanting this pain to go away. And I've had an experience where I just allowed myself to just be with it. And it's interesting how just sort of surrendering and letting go of the want actually makes it subside a little bit. The The discomfort subsides a little bit. Or likewise, if I'm experiencing something pleasurable, since this is, actually has been on my mind for several weeks now, if I'm experiencing something pleasurable, I actually get to experience the pleasure even more so when I'm not in a space of trying to increase it right away or wishing it was more, just being able to go, this is pleasurable right now. It almost feels like being a little kid and finding the awe in a butterfly or finding the pleasure in like 
a sensation and, you know, something small and just being present with whatever the experience is. And it's been, um, I think, a really beautiful way to practice living my life. Mm, yeah, I, I do. I love that. I, the, the thing that I think about often when I'm trying to be with my experience is uh, bringing yoga into my life because the biggest takeaway that I've gotten from yoga amongst a million other things um, is, is the breath. And I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and she's, you know, not currently always practicing yoga, but she said the one thing that always stick with, stuck with me again is the breath. And so when I had this huge conversation about how being able to just be in the moment that you're in, be able to really be present with that experience and tapping into your breathing will almost immediately allow you to do that has a way of strengthening every aspect that you can involve your breath in. Like every stretch that you do, you can involve your breath in and even get deeper into that stretch. Every time you feel discomfort, you can really access the strength in there. And I think about that and I've referred to this, but often when I think about um, really feeling a lot of physical pain in my body, one that's like kind of an exciting physical pain when you're going through labor, but just being able to breathe and experience that. And um, I, I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't take the pain away, but like you were saying, it almost allows it to subside a little bit. You had a really good example when it came to kind of the ocean waves. Yeah. If you think about the ocean and when it's really turbulent and when there's a lot of activity going on in the ocean and as if you try to fight against it or wish it was different or want it different, you're actually just adding more commotion to what's already going on as opposed to being aware of the vast amount of stillness that's available beneath the commotion. And so, so often when we're experiencing something uncomfortable, we just thrash about and resist and get mad at it as opposed to being able to find the stillness that's actually available in huge quantities uh, beneath the surface of it all. And so I love that visual of the of the ocean and knowing that I'm sometimes adding to the commotion and that I don't have to, <laughs> that I can actually find some stillness um, if yeah. I'm just with that experience. Yeah, you can find that stillness and you can be in that moment and not let it overtake you. And that's kind of, you know, had been my experience when I can really remind myself to tap into the way that I'm breathing or um, being able to, you know, really be present and be with my experience in the moment, then you're right. I'm not, I'm not left with wanting. I'm not left with wanting the experience to be over or wanting less discomfort or wanting, you know, more pleasure or whatever it is I'm looking for, I can be in that moment, which ha happens to, I think, really increase um, my memory of that moment. And whether it's good or bad, whether it's comfort, discomfort or um, pain or pleasure that I'm currently experiencing, to increase your capacity to experience. So whether it's the discomfort or the joy, there's a level of tolerance that is gained by 
allowing yourself to experience it. And so there's more joy and pleasure and love available when we let ourselves actually experience it. And same with the discomfort side of things. The more that we just allow ourselves to experience the uncomfortable things that might come up through life, not to say that we need to add additional uh, discomforts to our life to increase our capacity by any means. But, but for the things that do come up in our life, there's, a, there's an element of confidence and capacity and strength that comes from simply being able to experience it. Mm, yes, absolutely. Okay. So our little recap for the mind to be with your experience and just being able to experience all that you need to and finding strength in those things. So awesome. Okay. On to the body. Add the simple good. So a lot of times in our culture, we think about cutting things out instead of adding things in. Um, you know, cut calories, cut bad habits, cut um, TV time, cut anything instead of adding nourishing, loving, wonderful things in. And most recently, I have... I, I, we all know that I have kind of a love affair with Diet Coke and it kind of is just like, <laughs> you know, a little sidekick that gets me through life on some days. And I've never really wanted to completely cut it. I know it in the back of my mind, you know, I, I know the studies. People send me the things about like cleaning your toilet with Diet Coke and like the aspartame. And I know those things. I know it's probably not the best way to pretend like I'm hydrating my body. Um, but my concentration on cutting that has actually never really worked long enough for me to, you know, be sustainable with that. However, adding in the good, adding in more water has by default um, limited my Diet Coke drastically. Mm, um, isn't that interesting? Super interesting. And now instead of thinking, oh, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm off Diet Coke. I'm not having Diet Coke. Like I'm, that's not a part of what I'm doing anymore. Now I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm increasing my water. I'm trying to hydrate my body a little bit better. And just the, the mentality shift behind that, but then also adding the simple good into my body, something that, you know, doesn't take a ton of concentration to bring in more water. It's like kind of a couple of those little habits we've talked about in previous episodes. Now, whenever I, you know, walk into a room and I see my water bottle, I just take a quick drink and it, it has really done wonders in what I drink. And by default, I am consuming less of the Diet Coke, but that wasn't, intention was not to cut something out. It was to add the good in. I think this is a really relevant mindset when it comes to anything that's nourishing for our bodies. Because we have, we do, like you said, have such a culture on thinking that we have an excess of all of these other things that we know are not good for us. And so there is an element of all of the nourishing things in our life that are available in the world that our body actually really needs. And if we can focus on just trying to add those in instead of trying to eliminate things, it feels so much more supportive and you don't feel like, oh, I have to. I have to deprive myself of certain things. No, instead of de deprivation, it's a it's a focus on the nourishment, which I really love. There was a time when I had this idea that if I wanted a treat or a cookie or something, that I would absolutely let myself have it after I ate an apple and drank a glass of water. <laughs> and so I knew that 
I was at least giving myself something nourishing in addition to the treat. And a lot of times after I had my apple or my glass of water, I didn't even necessarily even want it anymore. And sometimes I did, sometimes I didn't. But I just remember feeling like that was a good little trade-off. I almost felt like I was parenting a little child saying, you can have dessert after you eat your dinner. You know, it's just get the nourishment in your body first. And then, you know, you can have those other things as well, perhaps. Um, But I think all of us have some little aspect in our life. Maybe it has nothing to do with what we're consuming. Maybe it has something to do with um, just getting more rest or getting a little bit more movement. Like if I bet every single person listening to this could say, yeah, I know my body would really benefit from a little more of this. Um, maybe I just need a few more vegetables or maybe I should take the stairs once in a while or and get a little bit more movement in. We all have some little thing. And instead of thinking of it as this should or this obligation, um, because then we tend to resist and we want to be rebellious and we don't want to do the thing that we think we should do. Instead, if we can kind of reframe it as, okay, this is actually supporting my well-being. This is actually going to make life easier on me in the long run and just add those little simple good things in and and think of them as a gift as as opposed to an obligation. Mm. And uh, one other thing that I was thinking of, you know, in terms of another kind of habit or something that I wanted to create, I wanted to be able to read more. And so uh, by default, you know, adding, being able to open a book and physically read a little bit at the end of my day, that was adding in nourishment for my brain rather than, you know, falling asleep watching Netflix. And that's not to say that that's something that I've like completely taken out of my life is like fun shows because I really do appreciate those fun shows. Um, but I added reading into it and I added something that is a little bit more. I love the taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Like these are very small and simple and you hear them all the time. I can't tell you how many of those like public health things that are like, Hey, park in the back of the parking lot and then walk yourself into the store. Um, and I always think like, I know I should do that, but I don't really want to. But if I, if I change my mentality that that is going to be nourishing to my body and I'm nourishing my body with like a, a few extra steps or with, you know, some extra reading time or some extra water, whatever it is, just that little bump and like giving my, my body something extra is so much feels like a much better way to be treating my body rather than coming from the angle of depriving it. Yeah. Okay. So to recap for the body, add the simple good. Super simple. All right. And then on to our purpose, bring spirituality into physical parts of our lives. April, tell us about this one. Okay. So in my queue, which we might end up doing an entire episode on this, but in the queue of my Audible account, I have the book, the title is Everything is Spiritual. And you can tell that uh, something is probably going to have a high impact on your life when just the title makes you think and makes you think a lot. And it's made me think a lot about um, connecting our physical and our spiritual health. A lot of times when I think of my health and the decisions that I make and the things that I the goals that I have or the things that I want to do, I always think, okay, what can I do now that 10 years in the future, I will be so grateful that I started 10 years ago. And um, I think that really goes along well with our spirituality and with our, our physicality. And you kind of heard that phrase that we're not physical beings having a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings having a physical experience. 
And the more that I think about that, the more that I think that 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 little phrase is incredibly profound because our, like we've talked about here, especially in our podcast, like we believe that your mind and your body are connected and those really bring about like the highest purpose and the best version of ourselves. And if we can connect to our spirits and the, and who we are at our core with everything that we are doing in, with our physical bodies, then we really can find the best way to operate as the most genuine versions of ourselves. Mm -hmm. When April brought this up today, it just made me think about all the different parts of our physical life and how beautiful they become when we infuse it with some spirituality. It reminded me of Marie Kondo's The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up and just the simple respect for all of your tangible items in your house, in your closet, all of the things that you use and just the respect for each of these little items and only having the things around you that spark joy for you. And it also reminded me of the Ayurveda unit that we did in my yoga teacher training and how we talked about the the food we eat and and just having the respect for where it comes from and for the for the earth and for the water and for the sunshine the, and all of the hands involved that bring bring us the food to our tables. And I think we really could do a whole episode on bringing the spirituality into all the physical parts of our lives because uh, what a beautiful way to live when we can have that perspective in all the aspects of our lives. Uh, yeah. It really, I have a feeling that this book is going to be kind of amazing. And I wonder if just that simple phrase of everything is spiritual will do as much for some of the people listening to this um, as it has for me. And just having that in the back of my mind is part of my, part of my purpose. Um, I'm going to read this quote from Gerald Cosset. And he says, please remember that one of the essential objectives of our earthly existence is for our spirits to take control of the physical elements of our lives so both can work in harmony to serve higher and eternal purposes. It is one of the conditions we must fulfill to find true happiness in this life and, and inherit eternal glory. And I really just love that one of the essential objectives, he says, is for our spirits to take control of the physical elements of our lives so that both can work in harmony to serve higher and eternal purposes. What? Like, I love that. Like you were saying, like everything can just be beautiful and kind of amazing. And it just kind of brings us a little bit into the amazing kind of, you know, I, I always think that when we are operating as our best selves, like our bodies and our minds and all of those things are connected. And if we can bring more of a spiritual aspect into all of the things that we do physically, um, my sister, she cleans Airbnbs. She lives in Maui and she cleans Airbnbs and she was like, I just kind of love it. And I was like, oh yeah, I totally would love it. Like pop in a podcast, you know, and it feels like you come in and everything's dirty and you leave and it's all clean. And she took it even a step farther. She was like, I love being able to create like a welcoming, hospitable energy for the people that are there, being able to welcome them to the island and have an hospi hospitable nature for what I'm doing. And it was just amazing to me that she could take something that was as possibly mundane as cleaning an Airbnb into kind of like a, a spiritual experience for her to be like, I love that I'm kind of creating like this service of the people that are going to come here and have this experience. And I want them to be able to walk in to a place that feels clean and welcoming. And I don't know, I just kind of love that. I love that that's something that you can bring into everything that you do. 
That's so great. All right. Shall we recap? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So for the mind, be with your experience. And for the body, add the simple good. And for your purpose, bring spirituality into physical parts of our lives. Okay, awesome. Obviously, these are things that we're already kind of thinking about because they're on our brains. But the way that I'm going to just take it one step further and concentrate on for our Shout It Out Loud challenge, um, I'm going to talk about adding in the simple good. I'm trying to nourish my body a little bit better these days, taking my own advice by doing something now that you know I will be grateful for in my 40s in a few years. And um, I think that a lot of times, like you were saying, Michelle, as soon as I try to deprive myself, I immediately rebel against it. I'm like, no, no one's going to tell me what to do. I can do whatever I want, <laughs> which I can. Yeah. But you know that the bonus part of that, of adding something in extra has some wonderful benefits to my body that I know I will appreciate if I can just get myself to do it. Awesome. Um, I'm going to focus on the purpose of bringing spirituality into the physical parts of, of our lives, because that is something that just really speaks to me. I love the idea of just adding an element of reverence, of joy, of gratitude to the mundane, I think is actually a really fun way to live. And so I'm going to look into seeing how I can experience a little bit more of that. So that's what I'm going to focus on today. I love that. I love that. Okay. Going along with that, if you want to join me, I can't recommend it yet because I haven't read it, but I'm going to be listening to Everything is Spiritual um, and I'm going to be listening to it through Audible. And so if you want to join me in doing that, you can go to audibletrial.com slash mindbodypurpose. Sign up for that. Listen to a book with me. Um, I think it'll be fun and exciting. All right. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll be back again next Wednesday as usual. Yes. And uh, don't we'll forget to do yoga with Michelle on Tuesday and Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. through the free play app. And we will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode and invest in yourself. We truly believe confident, caring women like you are changing the world.